All right. Hey, y'all. Welcome into the USL show. We've got a special interview for you this week, bringing on Connor Maloney of the defending champion San Antonio FC this week. So we'll get right down to it. But Connor, how are you? And, and thank you for coming on. Obviously, you've had a pretty storied career with San Antonio, but going back before that, you're a Pennsylvania Penn State guy. Uh, and through a lot of your college experience, you played as more of a forward. So as you developed into more of a professional, what was it like kind of changing positions and really taking a different approach to the game? Yeah, you know, it's, uh, you know, back at Penn State, I, I was a forward and um, I enjoyed my time at Penn State. I had a, a lot of good memories there, a lot of good coaches. Um, and, you know, that, you know, really helped me be a, a better person, a, a better player. Um, then getting drafted to Columbus was, uh, you know, it was a, it was a tough transition, especially knowing I was going to be playing defender uh, um, and knowing that my entire life I've been playing forward, winger, attacking mid. Uh, so it was a difficult transition, um, but in the end, I just wanted to be on the field. So whatever it took to be on the field, uh, that's what I did. I just soaked up a lot of information um, and watched the guys in front of me, really. Uh, I got Harrison Afull and Hector Jimenez, who are still in the league and um, – are incredible, incredible players, but even better people. So uh, I got to learn behind them for, you know, two, three years. And it's, it was honestly the best thing for my career. I didn't, I didn't play a lot, uh, but I respected each and every guy on the team. And uh, I just learned a lot and was able to now implement it uh, in San Antonio where, where I am playing right now. And um, I, I think it was the best thing for my career, uh, knowing that I played you know, I played a lot at Penn State, but coming into Columbus, I didn't I didn't play a lot. So um, it really humbles you pretty quickly. And I think it was the best thing for my career. Yeah. And something else about your game that I always have found so impressive is that you, at least to my eyes, seem to be equally comfortable on the left wing, on the right wing, even a bit in the central midfield. Is there something that you alter in terms of your mentality or is it just something that has come naturally to you as you've played? Yeah, I think I have that that certain type of mentality that I just go out there and whatever my team needs in that moment, that's what I'm gonna give them. Um, so I don't. I think it's that is a certain mentality, and and also it, it's a credit to the coaching staff. It's a credit to you know them getting us ready uh, to to be ready for any position at any given time because you never know. Uh, so it's a credit to them. They they put us in the the best opportunity to succeed. And you just have to go out there and, uh, you know, implement the game plan. And, you know, that's usually what I do. But the, the mentality stays the same for us, especially at San Antonio. We're mentality monsters. And um, you go in there with relentless preparation and you go give it your all. Yeah, well, I'm glad you hit on the coaching staff because that's sort of where I wanted to go next. Um, you've had a lot of success over these past three seasons now with San Antonio and specifically under Coach Marcina. What is it that makes him so special as a manager that has really given him longevity to last in American soccer for a decade now? Yeah, obviously he's he's had a lot of success, um, but you know that's him, you know, implementing the game plan that he he wants to to do and uh, the style that he wants to play, and you know he's gotten all the guys bought in, and uh, you could see it on the field, uh, you could see it off the field. Um, so it, it's a huge credit to him because. He really has gotten this group of, of core group of players together and uh, has really, you know, taken off in, in the coaching scene. And so, you know, it's a huge credit to him. He gets us ready week in, week out. 
he he's prepared uh you know he he has every single detail he's a very detail-oriented guy and uh, you know we we wouldn't want it any other way you know he gives us the best advantage to win and and to succeed on the field and you know he he goes above and beyond for us so you know we're just lucky to have him as our coach and lucky that he's in in our locker room definitely um on a personal level what would you say is the biggest thing that he has done to improve your game or the most important thing you've learned from him in terms of just maximizing your talents yeah i think he really i think a big part of what he's done for me personally is instilled a lot of confidence in me um, you know, going from Columbus to, to, you know, playing here a lot, uh, he's instilled a lot of confidence in me and he, he still had the confidence in me to, you know, go out there and, and perform and execute all the, uh, all the details that, you know, we go over week in and week out. So I think he's instilled a lot of confidence in me, but not only just me, I think it's every single player that comes into this club. Uh, he, he does a great job of integrating them quickly and integrating them into the, into the squad. So, um, people know what to expect from him and, uh, he, he does a, a great job of just, you know, getting the team going, getting the team rallying. And, uh, you know, you see it on the pitch uh, every single week. The guys give 110% and uh, there's nothing less and he doesn't accept anything less. So um, he's just done a, a great job of that, of, uh, a lot, integrating a lot of players and instilling confidence in, in players like me. Definitely. And I think that's been reflected in what you mentioned with the whole mentality monsters phenomenon. Uh, but keeping that in mind, you're obviously, you've entered the offseason as the defending champs. You're moving into the preseason now with sort of a little bit of confidence because you went out there and proved it. How do you stay sharp and stay motivated to stay on top of the league? Yeah, I think that's a that's the million dollar question really is. And I, I think it's such an important one because, you know, last year was a fantastic year and, you know, we won and. You know, a lot of players like Jordan Farr and Mitch Tainer, you know, they got recognized. And as much as we want to, you know, keep looking back at, at that championship, it's time to move on to a new journey with a new group of guys. And, you know, it starts from day one and um, we do know, know what it takes. And, you know, doing it two years in a row is even harder. So it's going to be harder on each and every one of us, the coaching staff, uh, but we do know what it takes, but it's not going to be easy because teams are out to get us and um, as they should be. I mean, um, we did win, but now this year is a new new opportunity, a new journey with new players. And um, we take a lot of lessons that we learned last year and we can implement them this year. But, you know, new things happen each and every year and um, we can only control what we can control. And uh, the external factors are, you know, out of our control. So we're going to do whatever we can to uh do what we did last year, um, but where this is a new journey, so there will be uh, new challenges and new opportunities ahead for us. Definitely. Um, just thinking about the roster that you guys have been putting together, some of the names that have come in. Uh, Nico Hansen, for one, is somebody that you had played with previously. Any thoughts on him and what he could bring to the table for you guys going into next season? Yeah, I think uh, Nico's a, a fantastic player, and yeah, we got to play together. Um, in Columbus, we got drafted there together. So we were there for three years and became close friends. And uh, yeah, Nico's a fantastic player and he's gonna bring a lot to this squad. Uh, he's a lot of MLS experience. Um, he's fast, he's direct, he can finish. Um, and he, he works really, really hard. So, uh, you know, that's, that's very important. But uh, the reason I said he's a fantastic 
player, and he, he he's a he's an even better person. Um, so he's gonna gel very nicely, and Howard he has with the group, and Alan's done a great job, like I said, integrating him to the group. Um, and you know, he's we have a lot of confidence in Nico right now, and we expect him to do you know big things. But it's important that he's a, a great person because that's what we preach over here: is great people, great players, but great people first. Um, so that's the type of culture that we have, and that's what. Uh, you know, the coaching staff and the organization, that's what they try to recruit is great people. And uh, Nico is just another one of them that, you know, we expect to have uh, a big year for him. Yeah. And I think that ethos of really uh, building a culture around the club of such a positive mentality has paid off in a lot of ways. Um, and I think in part, it's attracted Christian Pirano back on a permanent basis, which was a recent move that got announced how big is that for the team? Um, and what do you think more broadly about the USL as a league that can move players on and give them opportunities on an international basis, but then provide them that spine to come back if they want to return to the U.S.? Yeah, I mean, signing Christian Prano is a big, big deal. You know, he's a, a young yeah. player that uh, has a lot of potential and a lot of, a lot of you know, quality in him. Uh, another great, great person and a guy that's willing to learn and put his head down and fight. And um, so to have him back is is very, very nice. And um, we're, we're going to enjoy that a lot. Uh, but yeah, no, I think the league has, has really grown um, and has really produced a lot of, you know, great players. And also, I think there's a lot of, you know, ex-MLS players that have, you know, come to the USL and I think they've been surprised a little bit. I think that it's a, uh, it is a good league, and it is it helps. You know, the the growth in it is is exponential, and uh, there's a lot of you know young players now getting getting sold. So it is a quality league. It really is, and uh, I I love to see it grow and grow and grow some more. So um, you know, it is it's uh it's helpful for especially young guys getting minutes and uh, you know then pursuing European opportunities or MLS opportunities. So it is an important league, and uh, it's a very quality league. You see players all around the league, and it's uh, it's it's amazing. And uh, even better part about it is that there are so many different you know players around the league that are from different cultures, and um, you get to hear their life story. And you know that's just uh, something that you know you'll never forget. So um, that's that's very important to to get to know one another on a personal level, and and um, you know know them in and out and their their whole story so um it's a big big uh it's a big league you know it's uh it's growing growing and growing some more so um hopefully that continues and um hopefully you see more and more young guys get you know their opportunity to go to mls or, or europe or you know whatever their next uh n next path is so it is big yeah and i think a knock-on effect of the money the income that comes from those sales but the growth of the league more generally and especially this offseason has been really the spread of multi-year contracts. And I think part of that can be chalked up to the rise of the USLPA and everything. And you're somebody who's benefited from that, as far as I remember. So um, in terms of the comfort of having a multi-year deal, a guarantee that didn't exist for a lot of players in years past, how has that been for you? And can you speak to the effect of maybe the PA over the last couple of seasons? Yeah, I think it's it's giving guys a, you know, um, they're very comfortable now. Um, not in terms of, you know, where we're at as a team, but I think comfortable in, you know, knowing where they're going to be for, you know, 
a two, three years uh, and whatever it may be. So I think it gives them a sense of comfort. Um, but they know that the, the job's not done, you know, given two years, that's you're still fighting and uh, scrapping for, for two whole years with, with that same club. So um, it's big for the sense of comfort. And, you know, you know, as a, as a person that ha I have a wife and uh, she's newly pregnant. So it's nice to, you know, be able to set roots here in, in San Antonio and, uh, you know, continue to grow here uh, as a person and, and as a player and soon to be father. So it, it's, it's, it's important for the, the, the comfort and the, uh, the well-being of a lot of guys. And I think a lot of guys have benefited from that and have given more and other opportunity, uh, you know, for growth and, um, you know, a more opportunity to win championships and keep a core group together. Cause in the past, it wasn't like that. You saw a lot of turnover from year to year. And now it's, uh, I think it's also helpful for the, for the coaches, um, to, you know, get a core group of guys to work with for, you know, X amount of years and, um, being able to, you know, know them in and out for, for many, many years and know how they tick. And um, so I think it's important for the coaches as well. And uh, I think it gives the guys a sense of comfort. No, definitely. Um, thinking ahead towards the next season and some of the more kind of league-wide topics, obviously the playoff field has expanded by a team and you're having the benefit of playing every other club in the USL, East and West. Do you find that to be an exciting prospect? And do you have any thoughts on the fact that it'll be eight teams instead of seven in the playoffs where you benefited from that first round by last time around? Yeah, no, I think it is important to, you know, be able to play a lot of teams in the entire league and not just the Western Conference and get a feel for everything. Um, especially important, you know, the, I'm, I'm from the East Coast, so I think my family will be able to come yeah. to a few games now that now that we're playing over there. And um, so that that's important, obviously, because – you know, family's family's big for for me and and my uh, and the entire team. So um, I think that'll be important. But uh, yeah, no, I think an, a, another another team in the in the playoffs is good. Um, you know, it makes it makes it more competitive. And um, as long as you go out and do do your role, and um, there should be no excuses. That's what we uh, that's what we preach here. Is you know, no excuses, only solutions. Um, so. You know, it, it's it's good for the league. You know, you get uh, more games. Obviously, there's no buy, um, but that's okay. Uh, I, I I don't mind it. Um, so you know, get another team in there. It's exciting. Makes it makes it more interesting. And um, you know, we're just excited for the season. And you know, we're focused on the first game, and which is Oakland. And you know, we're gonna go out there and and be ready. And Alan's gonna have us prepared for with every detail um, with what Oakland has. Yeah, that's great. Um, you mentioned, obviously, being an East Coast guy, one of my co-hosts, Ryan, on the show. I was wondering if there is an Eastern team that you're particularly excited to be playing. Obviously, you can't default to Bethlehem or Philly, too, or whatever, but anyone that stands out for you? An East Coast team, I would have to say, um, I would have to say Charleston. Uh, Charleston, okay. you know, when I was with Columbus, we went there every year uh, for, for preseason and uh had a little tournament there and that's one of my favorite places to go um you know me and my wife have actually talked about moving to charleston you know when when soccer is over uh we just we just love it there and it's i think it's also you know not too far away from my parents that they could they're able to drive and um so i'm excited for that and excited to see you know where charleston soccer ha has has gotten to um since i've last been there and um, it's just a, a nice town, uh, but 
yeah, I think Charleston is great. And uh, I th also think Loudoun, just because that's even the closest for my family. <laughs> sure, yeah. Well, Charleston's exciting just because they really got a project going there with what they're doing with Ben Pierman. But um, uh, in terms of West Coast opponents, I think for a lot of people last season, you were marking your calendar whenever there was a San Antonio against San Diego game. And those were very competitive. I think they got one up against you uh, in the regular season, but they would be at least what I would think are your biggest rivals. But is there someone who stands out as really like a marking the calendar kind of game? Honestly, every game in the West is, you know, it's a dogfight. Uh, and I think the mentality that we have is that, you know, whoever we're playing, they're, they're our enemy. Um, we're not friends with them. Um, so honestly, I, I think it's, Every team in the West, we're competing against every single team, and obviously you have you have some of the San Diegos that they did get us on that that game in, in San Diego, and you know they were the better team on that night for sure. They were they, hands down. We we give it to them. That was uh, they were a better team, and um, they got us. So uh, I think you, you could name out a few teams. You know, you have Sac, you have Colorado, um, you have San Diego, uh, RGV. You know, the, none of these games are ever easy. Um, and in soccer, it, sometimes it can be cruel. Um, but I think every team is, you know, worthy of, you know, uh, they're, they're tough. They're, they're hard to play against. And especially when you're playing away, it's, it's not easy. Yeah. I'm glad you mentioned RGV. Uh, I know a lot of, a thing that a lot of fans place some value in is the Copa Tejas and the local rivalries that you get with El Paso and RGV. Is that something that you, as the players really try to take home their results in those games more than the typical matchup just to sort of feed into that sense of camaraderie with the fans and playing into that passion i i think that we we do we play for our fans um but at the same time i think uh the like i said the mentality mentioned mentality so many times but that's the word that always comes up in our locker room is that you know we treat every game like it's a championship game so on that night whoever we're playing that's a championship game you know, you leave that your body on the line and you give it all you have. And, you know, sometimes it it, it can be fair and, you know, you get the, the right result. And sometimes, you know, life's not fair and you, you don't get the results. So um, we just try to go out each game and treat it like it's a championship because, you know, you don't get soccer very long. Uh, you never have, you know, you're not going to play it for the rest of your life. So whatever you have in the moment and whatever game's in front of you, you treat it like it's your last. Yeah, that's a good answer. Um, so not to show your hands or anything, but is there one area where you feel like the team has really evolved over the offseason or taken a very marked step forward uh, heading into your matchups? Yeah, I think honestly, I think in the aspect of us being able to to know exactly what we did last year, what we learned from those, you know, the mistakes that we made, how can we learn from them? Um, because not everything was, you know, Skittles and rainbows. It was, you know, there was ups and there's downs. And, you know, we had to learn a lot from last year. And so I think we take the, the lessons that we learn and, you know, we we have that edge now and that, that advantage to, you know, be able to implement them because we have a core group coming back. And, um, you know, with the new guys coming in, we have, we have there's a lot of quality on this team. And uh, I think we're going to be dangerous and, you know, we're going to, we're going to, be ready for each and every game and we're going to treat it like it's a championship. And um, obviously that's, that's our goal is a, is a championship. So it's not going to be easy, like I said, but um, I think we have a great group of players 
um, but a great group of people uh, first. So yeah, that, no, that's great. Um, so a little bit more of a personal thing. I know at least when I voted, I'm lucky enough to be one of the award voters for the league. Uh, and I had you on my first team all defensive ballot, but did it sting a little bit to see like Jordan and Mitchell getting so much acclaim and then you who, at least in my opinion, was deserving. And I know you're going to come with the answer of it's a mentality thing. It's laying it out there for the team. But did you feel like you played at a level that was deserving of a little bit more recognition? I, I do. I appreciate you you voting for me. I, I do. But honestly, like speaking on that, uh, I, I want to congratulate everyone that was on first team and second team because, yeah. you know, what they did this year too was nothing short of uh, incredible. And um, so I, I really, I, I honestly, I want to congratulate them because it's a long season. Um, like I said, there's ups and downs. People go through it all the time. Uh, but, you know, getting selected for first and second team, that's amazing. So I just want to congratulate everyone uh, that was selected for that. And, and Mitch and Jordan absolutely deserve, you know, what they, what they got. And, um, you know, I, 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 we won a championship and that's really what mattered to me the most is that, you know, our group came together and um, through, through the highs and the lows uh, we stuck together and, you know, we pushed for a championship. Um, I honestly don't want to speak on like first and second team because mm -hmm. the, what the guys did on the first and second team that, that uh, were recognized, they put a lot of hard work in and I, I don't want to, you know, do anything to make that, you know, uh, I don't want to make it about me. Uh, I want to make it about them because right. that's, you know, that they got first and second team. Uh, I, I, I want to congratulate them. No, and that's, uh, that's humble of you to say. So uh, just moving into the end game here, we've got a little bit more of some dumb questions. I'm just going to read this one flat from Kaylor, another one of the co-hosts. So he was curious about your workout routine. He said he's tired of having noodle arms and he thinks you might be the most jacked player in the USL. <laughs> So comments on the workout routine. <laughs> Honestly, I'm just saying, uh, I would say that I, I, I've i been built like this for a while now. Uh, my dad is, uh, you know, he was in the military for 17 years. So I kind of have this, you know, that same type of, you know, mentality about me. But I think I've, I'm just so short and compact that yeah, I'm just lucky to be able to have the, the, you know, the size that I have, I guess. And that's, that's probably why. So maybe if, if they got, if he got shorter <laughs> and maybe no, he's more like compact, six, then, uh, like I that. Think maybe, so yeah, that would do it. <laughs> oh yeah, there you go. I'm only five, five. So not, <laughs> there we go. Uh, yeah, no, it's, uh, I don't know. I just always been built like this. My little brother is too. My dad is so, um, it's just a, a, a thing in our family, I guess. Love it. Um, so we always wrap up the USL show just kind of talking about what we've been doing with hobbies, if we've watched anything good recently. So anything uh, for you there is you're sort of, I guess, ramping up with the real season ending your break. Yeah, I've honestly, lately what I've been doing is uh, is reading a book, um, you know, about uh, having a, a, a newborn. Um, so just kind of, going through the process of everything. And uh, it's honestly been amazing and I'm, I'm so excited, but it's by a ex-professional athlete, ex-NFL player, uh, Benjamin Watson. And uh, it's an incredible book. It takes you through the, the entire process of, uh, of pregnancy and um, how you can be of support of your wife during this pregnancy, just knowing everything and, uh, you know, knowing the little terms here and there. And um, 
Yeah, it's, it's absolutely amazing, and uh, I'm so excited for the, the next chapter to, to be a father, and so, you know, that's been uh, amazing. So I've been reading a lot and trying to, you know, figure out uh, fatherhood. Yeah, well, that's fantastic. I mean, really excited for you on that front. Really thankful that you came on the show to talk about everything across the board. So thank you. I appreciate you having me. Thank you so much. All right. So we're going to hit the outro. Uh, thanks to everyone who listened. We'll be back with the live show next Tuesday, and we will see you then. Thank you for watching another episode of the USL Show. This and every episode is brought to you by the Beautiful Game Network. Find podcasts and other written work at bgn.fm. Once again, thanks for stopping by, and we'll see you guys again next week.